Hello, welcome back to another episode of Pitch Intense. We are the movie podcast where a couple of friends get together and talk about movies. But we took it to the next level because at the end of every episode, one of us will pitch a brand new movie that's never been invented before. Never even been thought of before. Nope. We're the first. We are, yeah. We're breaking boundaries here. We are. We need to figure out what we're going to do when Hollywood starts calling to buy these movies. Well, I suppose it'll be like, give us $100 billion. Yeah, I know, but who gets it? Is it, we're going to split 50-50 oh, or is it based off, split it. is it based off whose pitch it is? Oh, that's a good point, Mark. Here's what we'll do. If it's one of yours, we'll split it. Mm-hmm. If it's one of mine, I get it. That's fair. I think it's fair. <laughs> I think it's perfectly fair. Okay. So, anyway. Uh, this week, uh, it's another week. I got my, I'm in the hot seat this week, so yeah. I'm nervous. The pitch. And I don't want to upset you. Oh. It's not finished. Oh, that's okay, Mark. Not because, uh, for lack of trying, I didn't know how to finish it. Oh, that's all right. So we'll get to that when we get to it. Some but, of yeah. the greatest works of all time, they can never figure out how to finish them, Mark. That's, that's where why I'm some at. things don't. Well, I'm, I'm, if the greatest can never figure out how to finish it, I must be even better than that because I never even know how to start them. Yeah, I'm the same way. Or do the middle or the end. So I must be incredible. Well, that 1999 book, I remember I, during the Eyes Wide Shut chapter, um, they... You know, Stanley Kubrick didn't want to make that movie, and he waited so long because he didn't know how to make it come together altogether. So you're kind of like Stanley Kubrick, Mark. I feel I've always felt I was maybe smarter. Maybe I'm sure he would have made a vampire shark comic with uh, spelling errors too. <laughs> uh, oh, speaking of that, so my local comic book store they had their big dollar day sale. Mm-hmm. So they do this around tax time. They sell comic books. Everything under five bucks is a dollar. Nice. Yes. So, obviously, I picked up my comics. I have a giant stack there. Yeah. You should take that Looney Tunes one I read last night. You okay. would enjoy it because uh, it's very Indiana Jones-ish. Oh, really? I think you'd appreciate that. I would like that, Mark. Uh, yeah, it has an Indiana Jones vice. Man, we are at a point. I'm turning a fan on. I don't know if that's going to hurt the <laughs> audio. Should I turn it off, you think? Oh, I don't know, Mark. I, uh, oh, I yeah, I look at that. That's oh, no. But, hey, that, that's for a fun effect in the episode. There. Well, me. it's... It's kind of like the timey when two they, weeks ago, they had two it. weeks ago, work got canceled. Yep, because of snowstorms, and now it's like fifty out. It's really nice today. It's way too yeah. nice, except for this morning. Everything was really slick. It was. Oh yes, slicker than it looked. Yeah, I know. So, but that's it, it, Iowa for you. You never it know. Is. Wait twenty minutes, you'll get a different weather. But don't. I don't like it. Yeah, I like it. What was I talking about before I turned the fan on? Oh, you're talking about um. Oh, <laughs> I think I lost my train of thought, Mark. What were you saying? You were talking about Looney Tunes comic books. Dollar oh, yeah. Days. So yep, I yep. went to Jay's Dollar Day. I bought, uh, so anyway, so I don't normally, there's they have three locations. Uh-huh. One in the mall and then two standalone ones. I never really make it to the south side one re- yeah. re- regularly, but those, this, the one on the west side near me and the is the one that I always check on and that, that one in the south side one carry my vampire shark comic mm-hmm. ahab van helsing the christmas special hilarity war on christmas anyway i think they're down to like two each or one issue of war on christmas and high or and uh the christmas special Whoa. so those are almost gone and then the other one they're out of everything really so i was pretty proud oh, of that man, that's awesome yeah one. i bought them really but they're out of everything well <laughs> No, the other one, they've had issues for a long time, just uh-huh. sitting there. And so I was just like, uh, like, like they're on the bottom shelf, and uh-huh. they're covered by other stuff. Yeah. 
Like, because they've been there for a while, and, like, one of the issues, they had, like, eight copies of one of them, and, like, just one issue of the other one. So I was like, you know what? I'll just buy these back. Whoa. But, yeah, it was kind of cool to see my other stuff was already gone. That is cool, yeah. You know, I can't beat that. Nope. Can't beat that with a dollar. It's true, Mark. I'd buy that for, I think I mixed a couple (laughs) metaphors there. Anyway, so how was your weekend? It was really good. Um, It went by kind of quick. I'm going to open that door. Are you hot? A little bit, yeah. It is kind of warm today, but... It was a good weekend. I can't complain. We're going to be cold here soon. We probably will. All right. Keep going. How was your weekend? It was good. I watched a movie on streaming, actually, Mark. What did you watch? It was the movie. It came out a while ago, and I actually, I think I brought it up on this podcast that the plot was very similar to one of my pitches. It's an Amazon Prime movie called Totally Killer. Okay. And it's about a girl who goes back in time to save her mom from getting killed by this slasher killer interesting um it was it was good i really liked it it was fun it was kind of like the idea of back to the future but with a a slasher they're doing that a lot lately Uh uh-huh uh because they did uh, it's a wonderful knife which was it's a wonderful life but a slasher Mm -hmm. and let's let's mix another movie with a i'm gonna throw out an 80 let's throw out movies that we want to see mixed with a Slasher movie. Well, they did Groundhog Day. Weird Science. That would actually be cool. Where they build a woman uh-huh. and she ends up being a murderer. That's actually a good idea. They accidentally they yeah. didn't realize part of the magazine was like a Fangoria that's oh. mixed with like ser- or a serial killer book. I like that. Oh, that's mine. What's oh, yours? Oh man, I'm trying to think of something good. Honey, we killed the kids. <laughs> that could be. I, well, when you were mentioning to me like I want to see that Michael Crichton book you told me about. Oh, that Micro. Yeah, that looks that was a really good book. That could be like a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids type spin on a horror movie. It was really good. Yeah, let's do that. I want that to be made. Okay. Yeah. I I saw this weekend. Uh, so my Saturday, I had to go to a birthday party. Uh-huh. Uh, that was Saturday morning. Um, so it was like a breakfast brunch thing. Yeah. It was awesome. I don't know. Josh Sweden would love that you went to brunch, Mark. Oh, uh, he wouldn't understand <laughs> yeah. it. He would say, what is brunch? Yeah. I don't understand brunch. <laughs> I hate that line. <laughs> so That's bad. the worst thing in any movie ever made. I hate it so much. Like, I remember seeing it for the first time. Like, I was like, okay, this will get funny soon. Oh, it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> At no point did it even kind of get funny. What is brunch? Yeah. Anyway, so I went to this birthday brunch. That was a lot really nice. Uh-huh. I had some time to kill afterwards. I had to get a mirror on my car fixed. So after that, I went and saw ISS. Oh, yeah, we've been talking about that movie. Uh, granted, it's early. Uh-huh. I've only seen, what, three movies this year? Yeah. Beekeeper, Book of Clarence. There's a chance that's my favorite movie of the year. Is it really good? Edge of your seat the entire time. Really? I loved it. I'm glad it lived up to that suspense. I, I was not sure, because I saw it got pretty good reviews, and then I saw the audience reviews were low. Uh-huh. And I don't know how much money, because it didn't do a whole lot. I don't know. But I was on the edge of my seat. Yeah. I was, like, I, I was, like... You know, like, nervous. Like, uh-huh. you don't know who's going to side with who. They do a really good job of that. Yeah. Where it's like, because you think it's going to be just pairing the two. Uh-huh. Where they don't. Uh, it's 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 different than that. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, there's some classic horror movie tropes. You, do, you get the guy in there that's all for himself. Uh-huh. But, I mean, it was phenomenal. Oh, good. Like, seriously, yeah. like, I, I'm going to be shocked if if that's not in my top five of the year. 
Uh-huh. This is going to be a great movie. Oh, that's, yeah. So it's that good. That is good to hear. Uh, I loved it. I can't wait for you to see it. I, can't I want to you see to see it. it. Mark. Yes. I want to. I want, I want everybody to go see it because it, it's not doing a lot. And I yeah. want to. I, this is a movie I want to push on people. And it, it seems like it's going to be like an underrated one. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I love the trailer you showed me because I didn't even know about it until you showed me. I didn't me that either. Trailer. And like, most people I talked to, it's like I went and saw. I was because I wanted to go to my with my dad. I said, uh-huh. we should go see this. And uh, I wasn't able to get a hold of him, so I just went by myself. Mm-hmm. And at, later on, he's like, what is that movie? I've never even heard of it. I'm like, you never heard of this? Was well, he like, is it is? Yeah, it's is. is <laughs> it's it too. But they just spelled it wrong. Uh, no, I was the only one in the theater. Oh. Uh, I mean, it was like, you know, one in the afternoon. But yeah. Phenomenal movie. Nice. Very highly recommended. I would love to know what you think. Okay, Mark. I need to see it then. I, I'm even more excited to see it now. So then I left, uh, came home, and I was having people over. Uh-huh. Because it was a big night for me, Saturday night. Oh, yeah. But, but before I did that, because uh, I had some downtime, I watched the first episode of Ted. Oh, what do you think? It was cute. I liked yeah. it. I didn't love it, but I imagine it's going to pick up more. Uh-huh. Um, oh, yeah, you haven't gotten to the best, at least my favorite episodes. Of yeah, I thought it was really good. I liked the main kid. Uh-huh. I like the cousin. Yeah, I, like, she's I mean, cool. I like the characters. Uh-huh. Uh, I just Seth MacFarlane's kind of doing a. Uh, I guess it's more of a James Gunn thing now, mm-hmm. where somebody will make a joke and somebody will that like, doesn't make sense, and they're like, "Well, what if like this?" It's like they went on this long tangent uh-huh. of like, "Well, if that was a situation, you'd be okay with it." And it's, yeah, they it was, do that. I don't know if I find that funny or tedious. I can't decide yet. Sometimes I find it funny, but if it's done too much, I'd be like, okay, I get it. I get it. Enough. Uh, but, I don't know. But anyway, other than that, uh, I I enjoyed it. For I enjoyed the first episode. Yeah, that's good, Mark. There was some really funny stuff. I think the mom is really funny. Yeah, I like she's her great. a lot. She has a moment later on in the show, like an episode arc that I I loved. It's It's really great what they do with her character. And really, all of them. It's funny they all get kind of little arcs in the show. You would think a show like Ted wouldn't do that, but they do, and I really dug. Well, that. I think I think Seth MacFarlane is very, um, you know, inspired by what he grew up watching. So I yeah. think it's going to be like those old shows. He's more heartfelt than I think people give him credit for. Too. Well, it's because uh, it's yeah, Family Guy definitely had like a mean spiritedness to it. Yeah. Uh, so I think you could think that he's kind of going to be like, you know, doesn't care. But yeah, I, th- I get the vibe that he's more, uh, he's a little more tender than oh, we think. Oh, definitely. Well, Family Guy, it's funny because they'll have a tender moment and then there'll be a joke right after it that ruins it most of the time. Well, I always said yeah. that's what made Simpsons great. Uh-huh. Like, that's yep. what, like, Simpsons would have that moment and then somebody would have to ruin it really fast. Well, Simpsons, though, I think Simpsons, though, for a few times they w- really went for the tender moment. Like, the you know, do it for her moment at the end. And that's just the yep. way the episode ends. I think if you want, if you want uh, Matt Groening tenderness, uh, Futurama. Yeah. Futurama is where all the heart went. Oh yeah. Like Seymour more. Yeah. The dog, the, the episode with his brother. Uh-huh. Um, cause I, I got three older brothers. We're very close. You know, I love my family. Uh, so that's really important. Like that's a great episode. Um, yeah, I think if I, I think I've always thought like, yeah, people, when they talk about, uh, you know, graining, you know, heartfelt stuff. It's always Futurama. Yeah, yeah. That's where all the stuff... I mean, which... You have so much in mind there. The fact that... Did you ever see the episode where Fry had to, like, deal with finding his mom? Like, going back and, like, letting his mom know he was okay? Because she... Oh, has, she they have so. no idea what happened to uh-uh. him. 
Oh, uh, that was a really good one. Yeah, Matt, Seth MacFarlane's in that episode. Oh, he voices Seymour. Yeah, oh. it's, it's more of a relatively recent episode. Oh. Um, there's a couple episodes like that that yeah. just are surprisingly... Uh, like, like, one of my favorites that recently, uh, you find out... Because Dr. Zoidberg's like this awful doctor. Mm-hmm. And it finally gets to a point where, like, why is he here? <laughs> like, why is he employed here? Yeah. Because uh, he's so bad at his job. And then as you and you find out that him and uh, Farnsworth have this connection, like, they, I think they saved each other's lives. And Whoa. I haven't watched that episode in a while. But, yeah, that was really good. But, anyway, so do you want to know what I did Friday or Saturday night? I think I know. Mark. What is it? Did you watch the Royal Rumble? The WWE Royal Rumble oh. I was so happy about. <laughs> it was kind of, uh, let's not get into the politics or the stuff we've been hearing. That was uh, kind of bad. Well, oh, I didn't hear about that. Oh, that's okay. yeah, You're some really bad you. stuff came out about that. <laughs> some people have been like, I'm boycotting WWE. Oh, uh, man, really? Yeah, there people are, I mean, it's awful. I'm uh, really it's, out of the loop. <laughs> it's really bad. Uh, I don't, I mean, like, people are like, I'm done if they're going to be party of this. Yeah. Uh, my, you know, there's so many people in the company that, there are yeah. people that aren't involved that, I don't know, it's difficult, I get it. Uh, let's not get into that anymore. Well, I get it. I mean, I'm a big NASCAR fan, and that kind of stuff happens in NASCAR, no. too. Oh, it's not even no. that bad? No. Well, I'll okay. tell you. I'll tell you off Oh, mind. you can tell me later, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> I, uh, I, well, I had so much fun. Oh, good. Wes and Ramel came over, uh-huh. and I was, like, telling them. Like, I realized I'm, like, full, like, giant wrestling nerd at this point. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, that person's awesome, and they can do this. And it's really great. Uh, they do two Royal Rumbles now. Cause they have oh, the, they do? Yeah, they have the women's and the men's. Uh-huh. And last year they did the men's first and then did the women's. This year they swapped it. And I don't know... Cause I, I don't know if... The women's was just a lot better uh-huh. than the men's or what. I had a lot more fun to watch. But I think also... I, I loved watching the women's one. And I don't mean that like a... You know, we well, have some cool personalities in there. No, they're I mean, great. Even when I was watching Raw with you that one oh, night. Oh, yeah. Daily. I, I, I mean, they're Ripley just... Ripley girl. What was her She kid? didn't wrestle. Oh, she, she already has it? a belt, so she, oh, yeah, she okay. wasn't in it. She just watched. Cool. Yeah. But no, no, I love it. Yeah. I mean, it's like comic books. I mean, that's all it is. But yeah, uh, I don't know. But like, I really enjoyed the women's Royal Rumble over the men's. And I think it was because, first off... Uh, I may have started getting really tired by the men's. Probably. <laughs> like, were. by the end of it, I'm like, I'm ready for bed. And then Ramel, uh, Ramel was feeding me beers. And I don't drink a whole lot. And beers make me sleepy. Oh. So I think I was just ready to go to sleep. So maybe that might have hindered my enjoyment of the men's. But overall, I, I had so much fun. Cool. So much fun. I loved it. That was my Saturday. Sunday. Uh, oh, I watched football. I did, too. What game? Both of them. Did you? I yeah. didn't watch the Chiefs. Uh, my brother is a huge Lions fan. Yep. So I watched that to support him. And uh, I watched that one and the last Bills game to support my niece because she's a huge niece uh-huh. fan. And I think I realized me watching it is a uh, curse. Oh, no. Because they more. both lost. They did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. So I got to stop trying to support them. So I must have ruined it for everybody. Oh, no. I, I get it. I, well, it looked like... The Lions were going to win, I mean, yesterday. I don't know much and, about football. Yeah. But there are a couple matches or a couple uh, plays and stuff where I'm like, you know, if I was that player, I would have caught that ball. 
Yeah. I think he should have caught it instead of letting it just go through his hands. I think that's one of the fun parts because you get that feeling a lot, you know, when you're like doing it. I was, I mean, I was, just because, just because A, it was my brother, and B, I know this, because I know the Lions, I know their history. Oh, that, yeah. That they've lost it's so much. Yeah, they've, uh, that they finally had a year where, like, not only did they make it to the play, I mean, there was a year not too long ago where they lost every single game. Yeah. I mean, it was like maybe maybe 20. Right? It probably wasn't 20 years ago, but 15. So, I don't know, depending on what your length of time is. But, yeah, they they went from losing every single game in a season to almost making it to the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, so, I was pretty – I was on the edge of my seat for my brother. They ended up, you know, obviously they didn't – they didn't win it, but I was happy for it. I mean, I'm happy they made it. I mean, it's much better than where they were. Yep, yeah. Uh, I don't think and he sees it that it might way. Be but better next year too. And that's true. And, and it was also just cool. You know, I was happy to see your brother be happy about it for a while. Yeah, too. I mean, I was. Well, I used to talk to him about it. I mean, yeah. I'd call him like, "So are they gonna can they go to the Super Bowl?" And even he, even he was like, "No." He's like, they, "I don't see it happening." Yeah. He's like, "They would have to win," and then they just kept winning. And then that game started, and they were ahead by, what, 17 yep, or something? Yep. It and was it's a like, bummer. Yeah, it really was. Like, something happened. They yeah. just got, they, they got, you know, they just kind of choked, I felt yeah. like. So, anyway, but this isn't a sports podcast. <laughs> this is a movie podcast. Was there any previews or anything, or anything new you might want to see that's coming out? Oh, man. I got two. Out? I got two. Really, Mark? I do. Whoa. I could tell you, uh, well, one I don't know if I want to see. I just kind of want to do talk to you about it okay um i'm trying to think what oh ghostbusters frozen empire ghostbusters frozen empire dropped the new trailer today i believe i yeah i loved it it looks i was excited already and i'm even more excited and it looks phenomenal yeah it really does yeah. i cannot wait uh i'm sold now uh, really i'm good i was not i didn't love the last one mm-hmm. i didn't hate the last one but yeah. i didn't love it but i definitely um uh, I'm excited for this. I'll just say that. You got some really good classic Ghostbuster lines in it too. Yeah, and I like the this this ghost. Yeah, it's I like cool. this this new take on it. Maybe that's what bothered me is they just did Gozer again. Yeah. Uh, which is whatever. But this one, I, I'm so excited. It's so different than what they've done. It, like somebody said, it was inspired by something they did in the animated show the real ghostbusters like oh it feels like it you know yeah you could i i I love the design of it i just so on board (laughs) it's gonna be great i'm hoping it's gonna be great uh i have you seen a preview for this out of the darkness movie the dark no it sounds familiar i think i'm gonna it's been playing i've been seeing a lot of previews like before youtube videos Uh uh-huh and it looks like it's about like um they're not cavemen, but it's very early civilization, like really? before, yeah. The Geico caveman. Y- yeah. Like he's having a comeback, kind of. I saw it, he had a new commercial. But it's it looks like a horror movie involved not quite cavemen, beyond oh. a little beyond cave people. I'll watch that, that sounds cool. I don't know, it looks okay. Oh, okay. The one I liked that I got, uh, I saw this before I saw ISS, was oh. King Arthur. Oh, another King Arthur movie. Well, it's about a dog being King Arthur. Oh, oh, it's the Mark Wahlberg movie. Yes. I saw I, the poster. Yeah. Uh, it looks very sweet. I love a good dog movie, so yeah, I'm I'll on board. Yeah, I'll see that. That's the one I want. Oh, yeah. I'm try- I can't think there was anything else I I saw, and I was like, oh, that trailer, I can't wait. Um, I, 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 I'm excited for a lot of different movies, though. There's a lot coming out this year that I think is going to be fun. And uh, I feel like it's going to be a good year for movies, Mark. Mm. I can feel it in my bones. 
Well, that's great. Okay, so real quick, we want to do something before we get started. Um, what are we... Uh, movies we love. I'm putting you on this one because I'm doing my pitch this week. Uh-huh. So, movies we love. The idea behind this was, what if... Uh, let's talk about a movie. Uh-huh. One of us... It's just one of our favorite movies. We watch it ad nauseum. Mm-hmm. And nobody else seems to be aware of it or loves it. Yeah. For me, it was. I, for me, this week would be ISS. Like I'm seriously, everybody needs to see that movie. That's, That's how a I feel. good pick. Uh, but since I'm doing the pitch this week, I'm gonna let you do it. So, what movie oh, do you love? Okay, Mark. Well, I don't know if I can top ISS. Well, you haven't seen it yet. <laughs> but it's true. I'm hyping it up a lot. I really want to see it though. After hearing you talk about it, but a movie I love that nobody else seems to talk about. I got a bunch of these. I feel like. I feel like you could write a book on this. You maybe should, maybe. I will. Yeah. And call it Wheel of Love, like I misheard you. <laughs> but, but, but anyway, uh, one, I was telling Mark about this movie and I, a couple weeks ago, and you didn't seem to like it at all. But I, I'm going to bring it up because it's a movie nobody I hear talk about. And it's a movie I grew up with and I love. It's called Secondhand Lions. And it <laughs> stars Robert Duvall and Michael Caine. And they play... These two, like, kind of elderly uncles. Real, real quick, I want to enter. Uh, so, uh, our friend James Riley, uh-huh. who's been on the show a number of times. Yeah. He loved it, and he got mad at me when I said I hated it. Oh, I didn't really? like it. Yes. Oh, I'm so, glad James likes it. Yes, so James is in your camp here. Cool. Well, my, I, I remember I the first time I saw the movie, uh, we had, like, a class movie field trip to the theater. And they put on this movie, and I remember everybody groaned because they didn't know what it was, you know. And by the time it was over, and this was like fifth grade, everybody's freaking out about how much they loved it. Everybody in the class was like, that was the best movie ever. And everybody really enjoyed it. And it's about these two uncles that take in their nephew over a summer. And adventures ensue. You find out they have this fortune they got from these adventures overseas. And it's just, I don't want to give any of it away, but it's just a really good coming-of-age movie. And I've always just been so charmed by it. And I, I still watch it to this day. It's one of my, like, comfort movies, you know. It's like your comfort food movie? Yeah, yeah. And I think Robert Duvall and, and Michael Caine have really fun chemistry together. It's like, that's funny they put them together. Is Robert Duvall still alive? Yeah, they both are. They're both pretty old now. They're both well, Robert Duvall said he's done. He's, he's retired. Yeah. And he acted a long time, though. I mean, I, I think the most recent thing I saw him was, like, a year or two ago. So, I yeah. mean, he, he held in there for a while. Um um, he's kind of pulling the Clint Eastwood a little bit, you know? Yeah, I know. But, I mean, uh, that's the thing. Clint Eastwood doesn't look like he's stopping. No, he keeps going. Yeah. I follow a Twitter account, actually, that posts stuff from sets and things that he's on. And he's still there directing, like he always has. And, and it's funny, he just seems to have that attitude of, I'm not going to stop till I, till I, till I die. I'm going to drop that on the, th- on the stage. Yeah, I, on the on the set type of thing. Uh, might be, Mark. I mean, hey, if that's that's how you want to go, that's how you want to go. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, and he seems happy. And, like, Clint's my favorite actor of all time. So, I mean, that I, I'm glad he's still making movies and doing what he loves. But anyway, Secondhand Lions, that's my movie. Okay, so before we get into our pitch this week, uh, let's get into the business. The business. <laughs> uh, if you are enjoying our podcast, you want to be part of the conversation. Yep. You want to communicate with us. Uh, follow us on our Instagram, Pitch Intense Pod, and we try to do a mini pitch for everybody that follows uh-huh. us. So, give us a follow, and we'll give you a pitch. Uh, also, I always post links to our Patreon. Make sure you like our Patreon if you want to support us. Uh, if you want to, if you say you have a pitch, uh-huh. maybe you're like, "Hey, I have an idea. We could do this." Uh, if you 
if you are our patron, if you're a patron, we'll re- we'll read your pitch. Yeah. As long as it's not super, you know, awful or like mean spirited or something. You know. Yeah. It's always like you. Know, yeah. It's <laughs> always like you're like I'm gonna tell the true story of Jared Fogel and why he's a hero. No. You know, we're not gonna read that. No, that guy's really bad. Yeah. Uh. But. Yeah. I mean, we're totally we're totally into it. If you guys wanna, if you have a pitch, if you're listening to us, follow our, you know, support us on Patreon. We'd really su- appreciate it. We're also thinking of doing, like, Patreon goals. Uh, our big one uh, would be to... Well, we have to figure out how many we'd need. Yeah. But we have the Vampire Shark movie script in the bank. It's true. So maybe we'd do a reading of the Vampire Shark movie script and put that out there for the uh, patrons. And then uh, I talked to Jeremy Hall today. And he's, oh, yeah. He's going to hunt down Santa 364 scripts. Yeah, yeah, So yep. I think we're going to read those, and uh, that'll be a patron gold, too. That's a so. good idea, Mark. I so, love it. Yeah, and if you don't know, Santa 364 was a cartoon. Uh, my, myself, uh, my friend Jeremy Hall, who works with, uh, with Jacob, and my brother, and my, and my brother. Uh, those, they were all part of this, pot, this project. It was a cartoon we... We're producing, kind of? Yeah. And we actually pitched it to a studio. So, I thought it was a really good idea. So, yeah, I'd love to it. be able to share it with you. So, yeah, let's uh, we'll start pushing the patron on you guys. So, if you like the idea, if you want to be part of that, just uh, support us and help us out. Jacob, it was Mark's first pitch. Actually, it wasn't. I've been pitching stuff. Oh. Like, <laughs> I've been doing this, like, my entire life. I just now put it out there for everybody to hear to see if they it's like true. it or hate it. But... Jacob Beals, you have another podcast where you like and review movies. What oh, is it? yeah, it's called First in Line. I still need to do a new episode, but you can follow it anytime. And I'll, I, I keep you updated on my reviews. He talked about his love of Mean Girls. Experience. I do love Mean Girls. It's really fetch. It was fetch. It was so fetch. Okay, so here's my pitch. You ready? I am ready. So like I said, this is a little bit of social commentary. So this one might be controversial. Oh, man. Not really. More though. controversial than cornflakes? No. no, no <laughs> yes. Cornflakes corn was a family fun movie that everybody could love. The it was. So, I've been thinking about debt. Debt's a big thing. Oh, the, debt sucks. Well, we talk about it a lot in this country. Mm-hmm. You know, people are have crushing debt. They can't get out of debt. Even the country does. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, we're built on debt. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you can't, you can't, the second you leave high school, you're supposed to go to college, which means you're supposed to get into debt. Yep. It's the first thing you're supposed to do. So, I, I thought about, what if you take this to the level, like, if you think about it, the only way to get out of your debt if, without paying it off, I mean, which you should pay it off, but mm-hmm. I mean, like, you know, you could eventually just die. Yeah. And then they're like, well, I won, I beat ya. So uh, <laughs> now true, they can yeah. go to their families. So... My idea was, what if, what if a company made an announcement? They said, hey, we have cured death. Oh. Sign up with us and nobody, you're not going to die. Whoa. Yeah. That's a cool deal. Well, but there's always a catch. Oh, right. <laughs> so that's sort of the idea. So these people... Are flocking to this, you know. Mm-hmm. Would you sign up for that? <laughs> I'd want to hear the catch, I guess. Well, you're a you're, you have a strong faith. That's true. I don't know. I don't know if I want to live forever. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah, it's like I figured you'd be like, yeah, because living forever sounds one of those things that sounds nice on the surface, but then you start to think about it, you're like, 
don't know if I want to be on this earth for all yeah. the bad stuff that happens here, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know, Mark. Huh. Okay. I'm already thinking, so that's good. Thank you. Yeah. So, our television... Sh- so, our story begins with... It's a commercial... And it's about a company, and they're making the, this unbelievable announcement. The company makes a claim they have, they have cured death. Oh, man. If you sign up for their procedure, you can live forever. Okay. But there was a catch nobody knew about. This is like the fine print in Wonka. People, <laughs> so what they, like, people live forever, mm-hmm. but they don't stop aging. Uh, so it's like, you know, your body keeps deteriorating, mm-hmm. but you don't die. Yeah. Uh, and so eventually, you're placed on these life support systems. Oh man! Uh, and so you're you might be in horrible pain, mm-hmm. like everything. I mean, that'd be your entire life. You're just in agony, but you don't get to die. That would suck. That's the idea. Yeah. So that's the catch. So now, decades pass. So there's a wealth gas has grown and has grown in a, to the extreme in America. Uh-huh. So people that own this company uh, raked it in when it first came out because yeah. everybody. Everybody immediately heard, well, I don't want to die. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but if you don't work for that company, your people are first to work almost nonstop. So now it's fallen on, the, the debt has fallen on their loved ones. Oh, no. Yeah, and so they, people literally work, so this is like a dystopian future type of thing. Mm-hmm. They could work for days or weeks at a time with no breaks or stopping. Oh. And so they have pills that they can take. That replace the need for sleeping or eating. Oh, man. So pretty much anything that you would need to do, that you would need your own time for, yeah. they've replaced it with this. So you can get more hours in and make more money to pay off this debt. Oh, that would suck. So people work almost nonstop picking up these extra shifts to help pay off the massive debt their families have gotten in order to try and get them off the life support so they can just let them go. Well, you load 16 tons, and what do you get? Exactly. Another day old? Well, actually, not another day older, but you get deeper in debt. Well, these person aren't on it. So, I mean, I guess I didn't think about that. Some people probably have to get on it just to pay their loved ones off. Yep. I didn't give him a name. I just called him our hero. He is one of these people hoping and working to pay his for his mom to finally be allowed to die. Yeah. And he hasn't had a, a day off in almost an entire year. So he's the only time he takes off is to go see his mom. Yeah. Oh. Which is like a few hours. Yeah. And then he comes back and he works months at a time. Oh. Yeah. Uh, like, that's that's like... Um, I remember my dad worked 16-hour days for months. Oh, really? Months. That'd be horrible. Yeah, my mom yelled at me one time when I complained about when dinner was going to be on the table. And she, your dad works 16 hours today. Uh, which she was right, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. So, it's like... that. It's it's taken that stuff but pushed it further. Yeah. So the work, the rate he's working and making, he'll have to work for thousands of years because of the fees and interest rates and everything. Oh my gosh! So what do you mean? Overwhelming. It's how life is. It's how debt is. Yep. Our life. Our hero goes to the eat to visit his mother at the hospital. She's in. She's in like this hospital room. She's by herself, hooked up to these hoses and tubes. Her body is almost so she's so decrepit. She's like a skeleton, mm-hmm. um, and her eyes are shriveled. Oh. Yeah, like that's how bad she looks. She looks up to our hero and, and reaches a hand out for him. He takes it gingerly. So while he's in the room, we see a group of people break into the hospital. Uh, they act as terrorists. So they're kind of a terrorist cell. Mm-hmm. So they use some weapons to take over and remove people. Some of the people that they take out, they even kill them. Oh, man. So they're straight up terrorists. 
Um, Wait, did they kill some of the people that wanted to die? No, they wanted to work. They were oh, working there. Okay. They break into a large room with a lot of equipment. They block the door, and one person begins to break into the room's machines. Mm-hmm. While this is happening, we cut to people monitoring the people on the life support. So uh-huh. all the people that want, are on the like this program. Everything begins to flash bright red, and all their clients begin to flatline. Oh. Uh, they claim they will need to lock the building down. Security be- people begin to try to remove uh, visiting family members and enter the room to manually stop them from having their loved ones die. So they're trying to go in and keep them on life support. Oh. And family members, uh, you know, so that they can so that they don't die and they can't lose the money. Yeah. So this causes a... Uh, a giant fight as the family members begin to attack the security people. So it's like chaos ensues. Mm-hmm. Everybody's fighting each other. Uh, this is down the hall from where our hero is. This is not happening in our hero's room. He's hearing it. Like, they haven't made it to him. Uh, this is, uh, So, uh, he decides to just barricade the door. He's going to try and keep him out. It tear joys as, he, as fills his eyes as he watches mom flatline and she eventually does die. So he's relieved that she did. We cut back to the computer room. Armed guards begin to kick their way in. They break in, and this causes a firefight. The terrorist groups, uh, or the people in the terrorist group, they're killed. Uh, and then the, the company's able to take the back over the computer room and restore the systems. Our hero leaves, uh, uh, sneaks out of the hospital, and watches the police wife. Some people are being detained. Stretchers are being pulled out, and so on. Whoa. So people have been killed, but oh. yeah, his mom is no longer on this in the system. In the dead system. Yeah, yeah, she's dead. So he takes a day off. It's his first day off because he feels like, I don't have to pay this anymore. She's, yeah. I didn't kill her. It's you know, true. this wasn't my fault. So he's laying in his tiny closet. And it's like literally a part, in a, 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 literally a closet. Yeah. A tiny apartment. So like as small as you can get it, but have a bed. That's just how life's kind of become, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So he's laying in a bed, allowing the sun to shine on his face, and he doesn't have it. So we'll go back to the size of he, it doesn't even have a bathroom or a kitchen. Like really? it has to, that has to be shared on the floor. Oh man! So that's so. But he's in heaven because he gets to lay in bed for the first time in years. He gets a day off, and it's like, bow, bow. yep, yep, exactly. <laughs> he turns on the news and watches a report of the hospital attack. They explain that sixty-eight percent. I don't know. I just picked a number. Yeah. Now the patients did die in the assault, and he laughs. He's like, all right, you know. Good for them. I stuck it to the bad guys, yeah. Then there's a knock at his door. He opens it, and the police are, are there. Oh, no. They explain he is expected to come with them, and he's scared of police. So I figured the police are in the company's pocket. Probably, yeah. So, like, they're, like, a military, you know, it's like people get taken away mm-hmm. if you don't do with it. So they take him to a large office building. He's put into a, lar- uh, to a, a large group, a room with a large group of people who are called into the rooms one at a time. There's an armed guard at the door preventing people from leaving. He's there for hour, hours, but eventually he's called in. He's sent to a small cubicle where he sits, where he sees a person sitting behind the desk. He sits next to the man. The man explains that his mother was one of the people that died in the attack. Our hero explains that he had nothing to do with that. He's like, I, what do you want from me? I didn't have that. Yeah. They say that they know and understand, but the fact remains that she expired. They put that in parentheses. Before her whole entire debt had been paid off. And he's like, I don't I don't understand. What are you saying here? They explain that even though she's dead, he is still going to be responsible for the debt and the amount that she, the fees that she would have occurred, uh, and he will still need to pay it. 
So they're still telling him he's expected to pay this off. Man! If he doesn't make the payments, he'll be arrested. He erupts into fury. Uh, explaining that they can't do this. He, he can never pay that off. And, and now she isn't even alive. So he's not paying for anything at this uh-huh. point. Our men watch as he erupts. He gets nervous and stops. So, you know, he finally has given the terms and is allowed to leave. When he leaves, we see a group of people watch him go. They follow our hero and offer him a hot meal. So he can still eat. Yeah. So, But, you know, you just take the pills if you can't. Something he hasn't had in years, because he's used to just popping yeah, the pills, but he still enjoys eating. While sitting, they explain that they are part of the group that attacked the hospital. And they offer him a place in it. And he accepts. Because he's like, I can't win. Yeah. What's the point? So they take him to this underground cell, and there he sees the man who talked, who talked to him at the cubicle. So even that guy that worked at the company is part of this. Really? Yeah. Turns out he's part of it as well. As well as many other people in the company, they're all working to bring it down. So we've got people on the inside. Like Lawrence Fishburne? Exactly. Whoa. Our hero joins the cause, and this is kind of where I start losing the thread of what I want to do. Uh, so they uh, they begin to attack the centers, housing people, using the system. While they do this, this puts more pressure on them, and the pol- police and military people are now uh, attacking people openly. So now it's, and this, this keeps building up until finally there's like a full-scale riot in the city. So we're at a point now where it's like the entire city is just in flames. Oh, like, man. Yeah, like they burn. And so the terrorist cell decides finally, you know what, let's just attack this at its source. And they, they, they make their way to the company that the uh, owners live in, the, uh, the owner's home. Oh, man. And they take the entire family as hostage and threaten to start killing if they don't end the practice. But they refuse. And that's where I ended it. That's as far as I was able to get. Oh my god, that is a tough place to go. Because you have to have a reason, you know? Well, it's, it's like, also, to me, it's like, at what point do you, like, what what line are you willing to cross here? Yeah, where's morality come into it and stuff? Yeah, like, like these people are doing something evil. Yeah. But is it... Uh, what if I, I mean, if I start doing this, am I just as bad as them? That's true, Mark. Like, what am I fighting for at this point? Yeah. You could almost end it there, and maybe some people would call it genius, too, because it makes you yeah. think. But I love it. I greenlight it. And I, I think it's such a cool concept, and I love that, you know, all the best sci-fi movies like that, they're always about something else yeah. that's in real life. And that movie's obviously about debt. But I like that you could watch it either way. You know, you could watch it. As this entertaining sci-fi movie, kind of like The Matrix. Mm-hmm. You know, something else is going on as this cool story is going on. Oh, thank you. And I love that. No, I was enthralled the whole time. I thought it was great. Yeah? Like, it's a very smart and well-thought-out idea. Like, it feels like something that should exist, like, already, I feel like. You know? <laughs> like, I, I, I'm sure it will with the way the country's heading. Yeah. Uh, some, something about that's going to happen soon. Anyway. Yeah. Well, thank you. I really appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. And I don't know how to end it. I, went, I was hoping I could come up with a really good way to end it, but I don't know. Like, when you start getting into that real world stuff, yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. It's Maybe Air Bud can run in and save the day. Air, Bud, Air Bud, who is still alive. Yeah. Yeah, Travis. <laughs> Air Bud's fine. Yeah. That's what happens. Air Bud comes in, they're like, oh, I'm sorry, and they all hug. Yeah. Air Bud says, we don't have to be this way. Airbud saves the world. <laughs> Love it. Oh, the next Airbud movie. Yeah. 
Remind me the day this podcast is Airbud Saves the World. All right. Well, thank you very much for listening. I'm Mark. And I'm Jacob. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye.